So today's Amid is Kufla Megillah and Beis. We're starting from the mission of the bottom of Kufla Megillah and Aleph. We're dealing with Mila on Shabbos. We're going to get a bit kiva this Mishnah. That Machshiri Mila is not Teich Shabbos. Ice and cold Tzarech Mila B'Shabbos. You can do all things that you need for Mila on Shabbos. We'll see the Gemara is married a little bit more, right? Why does it have to say Ice and cold Tzarech Mila B'Shabbos? What's the Rebbe? What else? What are we do- What are we discussing? Mayalim. You can do the Mila Upayrin and the Priya Umaytitzin and the Metzitza. Right? The Mila is there's a skin. That's over the over the arla. That's that's the skin. The skin that's the arla, right? The skin that's over the makamila. That's that's the arla, right? Cutting the skin. And what's the priya? Priya means exposing, right? Uncovering, right? Ma'alim is chayta chasa arla and parinis arim mechasa reishagid. There's a small, thinner skin. You know, maybe scientifically it's called a membrane that goes over the Makamila, that the arla is cut. You cut off the arla with the knife. The priya, you don't have to cut. What you do is you rip the skin, and it falls to the sides of the of the makamila. As long as it's not covering the atara, that's how you do the mila. So there's really two things. There's mila, that's like the regular skin, the largest, the thicker skin, right, which you cut off. You pull it above the, the gid, and you cut it off, that the part of the skin which is covering the atara is cut, and then, under that skin, you have the the aver, but it has a membrane over the, the atara. You rip the skin, what they used to do then was, they ripped it with their fingernail, and they, right, then it goes, and that's called priya. And today is a different method to how to do priya, in America, what they always used to do, now it's changing a little bit, what they always used to do is, instead of ripping the skin after they did the Kriya, which is takes some skill, and takes you know time and effort, and won't necessarily be done in the smoothest way, as someone said, you could take a probe, like a small, shiny instrument, and you could um, like pull away at the skin, you poke away at the, at the Arya Priya, but often that it gets loose, and then you could pull it up together with the arla and cut it off together. That's called milan priya b'masachas. Rashi Feinstein held that that's, that they could do it, and the older milan, at least the litvishy ones, always used to do it that way. But I think there are some rabbanim that were against it. They held that you should really do the chitach first and then do the priya. Rashi held there's no there's no difference yeah, as long as. As long as you get it off, doesn't make a difference exactly how and right. But some held that no, you have to do it the more traditional way without the probe. And some people like to do some sort of a method in between. It's difficult to do it completely that way, like just cutting off the arla and do the priya. That takes uh, it takes some skill, and so it doesn't go smoothly. And some cut off part of the priya with the knife. They do a probe and cut off part of the priya but they save some of the priya to be pulled down rather than being cut off. Not sure what's... But that's... Uh, anyway, we'll get into a little bit more. The end of the parak. there's a little bit more details about the meal and the priya. But anyway, mila, mailim, pairin, umaitzitzin, right? And also they suck out the blood, right? Because... And that's also an Isser Shabbos, and because it's a Chabura, right? And the Gemara says, like we'll see in this Ahmed, that it'll be a Sakana if you don't do that. 
is a bandage, and kamayin is um, saffron, which I guess they used as a disinfectant. Right? Today they would put on uh, other types of disinfectants, whatever it is, um, bacitracin ointment or something like that. In my shachag of Shabbos, now the kamayin has to be ground. Right? Let's say you didn't grind the kamayin in Erev Shabbos. So it says, layis b'shinav. You're not allowed to grind it because that would be machshir emila. Right? Layis b'shinav. You, um, you, you, you chew it with your teeth, and put it on. They used to also put on a wine and oil mixture, which they would mix together, but you have to mix it together in order to work. They didn't. Then you put on each one separately. You don't mix it together on Shabbos. You don't make um, a cholok as a type of a bandage which is like a small um, bag of some sort. They now let to make that, that's kind of like taking kli to create this chaluk, right? You could make it Erev Shabbos, but let's say you didn't, so you can't go and form a cloth into like a, a small bag to to put onto the makkah. You, you take a cloth and you wrap it around like they do today. Shabbos, but let's say you don't have that cloth, right? You didn't bring your gauze bandages, right, or whatever it is, your sterile dressing. So then, so then you you can't bring it because again that that'll be. So here's a shy little bit on the Mishnah, right? Taisus, it's, it's it's going on. He says. Taisa says that, that really, we're talking about after the Mila, right? So if you don't have your ground uh, kamayin, you're allowed to grind it as a sakana, right? If you don't have your bandages, you're allowed to bring a derech around, we're dealing with a sakana. So why do we do it in this way? Because But there is a big machlekes rishenim, interesting machlekes, famous. The question is like this. Let's say you didn't prepare what was necessary for after the Mila. Right? Particularly, let's say, the hot water. You know, those days they had the hot water. Right? But also all these things. You don't have kamayin that's ground up, and let's say that you, you don't have an eight had a grinded machine. So, what's the halacha? Do you say, okay, after you have to mila, because he's a machshire mila. Machshire mila is not the Shabbos. So, uh, that's it. The mila is gone. Come and him hold that way. And the Rabban says, no. The Rabban says, mila is the Shabbos, so do the mila. Now, after you did the mila, so now you have a sakana. Sakana is also the Shabbos. You can't push off the mila because of the sakana that's coming. You see, people misunderstand their Ramban a little bit. He doesn't mean that you're allowed to do something on Shabbos which will bring you to a sakana when you have an etzah of of chil of Shabbos. Even the Ramban holds it. That's asim. And pashas that's asim iderayso. And if you're going to do something, which that something is a sakana, but you have an eight, so you can do a malacha. Okay, that's like basically doing a malacha on Shabbos l'chatchila. He says it specifically by mila, because mila is a mitzvah, which is really deich Shabbos. Well, I know machshirim aren't deich Shabbos, but the pshat is I can't, I don't have to push off the mitzvah, which is deich Shabbos, because of a chul Shabbos that will come later, because later I'll have the sakana stafashis to be deich Shabbos. Yeah, it's not, on the, yeah, it's lamdish to get klar the machlekes. But in Pshat in the Mishnah, I'm mentioning this because of Pshat in the Mishnah, right? 
And according to the Ramban, it's understandable a little bit. I mean, according that's a shal. Listen, here's a shal. Has anyone learned this pshat? Right, according to both of them, really, we're dealing with after the mila. Right, you see that there's. I think Taisus is also saying that's not the pshat that you allowed to do it lechatchila, because you could say like this. If you don't like the Ramban, you could say another pshat. You could say that we're talking about before the mila, right? And we're talking about before the mila. And the question is, I want to do the mila. I don't have kamein. Okay, so Chazal allowed you to crush the kamein with your teeth. That's not called tchino. It's kolachayad. They allowed you to do it, right? I want to do the mila, but I don't have a smartut. So Chazal said, so bring the smartut with your finger. Even though that would lachayad be an isadar abanan, right? They didn't allow bring the knife derech gagas katsiris v'kafivos. But maybe this they allowed. It's ready. It doesn't look like carrying. It looks like you're wearing it, right? Right? But according, going to the Ramban, Batsim, you'd have Taizar, Batsim, you could even do an Isra Deiraisa, as long as you do it after the Mila. And Taizas is saying that the Pshad is, you really could do it if it's Deiraisa, it's just Efshalishni and Mishanina. What? And so it's an Isra to, what? It's like, what would be the Isra to, 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 to mix them together? Why is it us all together? Why is it us all together? Maybe it's like a Derech I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it works well without it, so they weren't meant to do it. Yeah. yeah, to mix the iron and shaman. Is this a reform? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's good, Shaila. It says all the things that you do, right? Mayalim, Pyre, Maitzitzin, Tachbeshis, Rainus Polanus, Kamayin, right? What's Koltzech and Mila? Koltzech and Mila, Nasi Yemayin, Nasi Adatanar Abanah. It says in the Brahis of the following, Hamal calls Manshu Asik Bamila, as long as he's doing the Mila, Khaizer he could return Bainal Tsitsinam Akvinasamila, Bainat Sitsin Sha'im Akvinasamila. He's not he doesn't he's not only mutted to cut off the skin, which if he wouldn't cut that off it wouldn't be a Mila, but he even's allowed to cut off the skin, which if he wouldn't cut off it would be a Kashu Mila. Right? What's it Sitsinam Akvinasamila? Basra Khaifas Reva Tar. If you have the skin around the atara, the atara is the row. Shura Gavaya Rashi says that that goes around. It's makif the gid, right? The Shura Gavaya makafes the gid is the atara, right? So you have the atara, so the atara goes around the gid. So you only have to take off the skin and rave of the atara. If you took off the skin and rave of the atara, and and there is skin covering a meat of the atara, so that's a kasher milah. Right? So if you already cut off rave of the skin, that's, and you have a kashur mila, are you allowed to cut off the rest of the skin? So the Bryce says, as long as you're being Isaac Bamila, you can cut off the rest of the skin, even though it sits in Sha'imak when it's a mila. But Pirish, once you stopped, right, and you're not doing the mila anymore, so it sits in a mak when it's a mila chaiser, it sits in Sha'imak when it's a mila ain't a chaiser. Then you can go back to the tzitzin ha-makvinus ha-mila, but you can't go back to the tzitzin she-makvinus ha-mila. In other if you already finished the mila, and then you examine the baby and you see there is, there is skin that you didn't cut off, that would be ma'akiv. So of course you're allowed to cut that off. You don't have a mila. Well, let's say you examine and you see you left some skin, but you measure that tar and you see, no, rave of the atar is exposed, and only a meat is not exposed. So that's tzitzin she-makvinus ha-mila. So there, you're not allowed to cut it off on Shabbos. Yeah? 
so that's teaching you, kol tzarech means, even if you don't really need it, it sits in she'ei ma'akva, but since you're being Isaac and mila, you could cut off the rest of the tzitzinu. So it's one mitzvah mila. It's one mitzvah mila. Right? It's all part of the ma'isah mila. Chadamilsi, Rashi says. It's called one thing, and it's nit neshamas lidachas etzle. Yeah? Right, so that's also a shayla. See, what the Malim do today, the ones that don't do the Priya Bavasachas to cut off the whole Priya, so the Ara Priya is like bunched up around the Milam. So Malim very often cut off the Ara Priya, even if they do it Pitsi Perin, so they trim off the Ara Priya, that it shouldn't be... I'm not sure why they do it, I don't know what's upset, but that's what they do usually. Then it should look, maybe maybe it's like Inyan of Hidemitzel, like it says here. That's a shayel, a chayr on Shabbos. I don't know if that, that maybe that's called tzitzin she'em akvin asamil. It's not really tzitzin that are covering the Torah b'chlal. Right? But you certainly wouldn't be allowed to do it afterwards. Sometimes after the meal, they would shim off the Torah priya. You know what I'm saying? Then on Shabbos, you wouldn't be allowed to do that. That's, that's pirish, right? But I'm just wondering, even b'shas maisa, right? You're allowed to cut off extra to, uh, yeah, but maybe it's all part of Tzitzin Shei Makvinus Hamila. Whatever you're cutting it off that came from the Makam Hamila is all part of the to make it to make it nice. Is all part of Tzitzin Shei Makvinus Hamila. Okay. Anyway, so Man Tan Apirish Shein Achayzer. The Gemara says Gemara wants to find a precedent to it. Which Tana holds Pirish Shein Achayzer? In other words, L'chayr, the Shmuz of the Gemara is. We'll see. The Gemara brings down a few things. It's not 100 percent clear. Rashi starts off telling you that the shmuz of the Gemara is that maybe there's a din that even if you're piresh, but it's one maisa mila. Who says because you're piresh, it makes it into a second maisa and now you can't do it anymore? Maybe as long as the maisa you're cutting off skin that came from the mila, it should be mutter. Which tana holds that way? If the if if of comes out on Shabbos, Mavshin Pesach had a chaz a diver of Shmuel Bnei So the way they used to do Hefshit, Rashi explains, is that they did it in stages. When you have a carbon Pesach, it's Erev Pesach Shachalis B'Shabbos. You shech the carbon Pesach, you do the Zvikas Adam, and now you're up to the Hefshit. You have to skin the carbon Pesach. So what they did was like this: you. You hang up the Pesach on its hind legs. And you take off the skin, starting from the hind legs, you take off the entire back end of the animal. Take off the skin. Because all that part, that's where the chalev that you have to burn on the Mizbech is. All the chalev, the chalev on the Kloyes, and the chalev on the Kaved, and the Kloyes, and the Yaseris, and all these things are on the back end of the animal. They all go until the chest, till the rib cage. Everything is below the rib cage. In other words, further back, cordial as opposed to cranial, from the right towards the back side of the animal as opposed to the front. All all of it is back of the of the chaza of the chest of the rib cage of the animal. So that's what they did first. You take off all that skin, and then you could get all those emrim, put them in a in a bowl that the kain should be them on the mizbech. After you finish that. So the question is, do you continue skinning the animal? Because you really don't need to do the meat now. You're not going to roast the meat that's at Shabbos, right? You have to roast the meat later. 
So, Rabbi Shmuel Rebekah says, once you skin that part of the animal, which was necessary for the Emrim, which has to be burnt on on Shabbos, right? Didn't have to, but Mitzvah right? It's supposed to be burnt on Shabbos. So that's it. You don't skin the rest. And the Chalm say you skin the rest. And here the Gemara is learning, as opposed to the Gemara before, that the Machlaikis is that really everyone would agree that once you're skinning, you can skin the whole animal. Because it's one Maisa, it's one... It's one afshat, even though that's not necessary. That's like the tzitz and shayim akhmen. And the Mishmob says, okay, but you finished skinning, you're a pirish. That's it. Now you finished skinning. You can't now skin further, that's not tzarech kavayim. And the Rabbanan say, no, it's all part of the skinning. Right? The pirish doesn't change the situation. Right? So here it sounds very much like that the Chum holds its us, it's mutti even doing this and for the skinning. And then Shmuel is just saying that you can't do it because you're a Pirish. He also would agree in theory that you can do it. Anyway, the Gemara says, We might. I can let Gomer Shmuel Rechabrecha Asim Shun Laibin and Zakeli Van There's no real reason to skin it. Right, well, the Gemara said reasons why they're abundant at the skin it. That's called Paul Hashem Lemaneu because it's, it doesn't look so looks bad. The, the, the bus is like Nidin Kinevelo because the bus will be Masriach. And Shmuel Rechabrecha said not that way. In the old, you don't need it. It looks, it's just a nice mitzvah. What's the Zekele Van Veyu of cutting off the Tzitz and Shem Akvin? Is it the aesthetic quality that just the Ava doesn't look nice if it has the skin of the Enim Akvin on it? Is that what it means? Right? It just looks, it looks odd. Or it means somehow in the mitzvah, you're doing the mitzvah with more of a Shlemus. If you have some Arla on, if it's not, uh, you didn't do the mitzvah with the full Shlemus, even though it's not enough Arla to Akvin. I was wondering. But anyway, that's a Zakele van Veo. Maybe, you know, if Shalom Nechshirach doesn't see a purpose of being mafshit to Pesach afterwards. So that's why he holds he can't. But here, with a Zakele van Veo, he would agree even by Pirish you could do it. The Tanya, Zakele van Veo, is not a fun of the mitzvahs. You make mitzvahs beautiful. A sale of fun of sukkah, no, make for Hashem a beautiful sukkah, lulav, no, beautiful lulav, shaifah, no, beautiful shaifah, tzitzis, no, beautiful tzitzis. Because of Bay Lishmay Bidyoy Noah, and you write in it Lishmay with a beautiful ink, Pakumas Na, you use actually a beautiful pen. Lavla Uman, a very good cipher, the Karcha Bishiram Noam, and you and you um you, you, you wrap it with beautiful silk, like a nice mantle. Right? So that's what it says, that's what you do, right? It's interesting also, Pakumas Na. Bakomas right, na, does it mean a comus that makes a clear sound like a very professional comus? No, the comus itself is, um, there's a rashi under there, the rashi is here. I don't know if the rashi is here, but there's a rashi that says, but sits is not at the talus is not. I don't think it's here, it's in Sukkah, I think. Right? Where said the talus is part of the mitzvah, right? We say, let's atif but tzitzis. You're wrapping yourself with the tzitzis. The talus becomes the tzitzis. People don't have that, you know. The talus is, uh, there's a chalik of the Maisa Levisha Tzitzis. Right, that's why Itaf is a hidder in the midst of Tzitzis. Why? I mean, the Tzitzis you're wearing on the back? No. The Itaf, the Satif, the Tzitzis. Anyway, I'll call upon him. But that's a Kaili Van Veyu. Abashol Van Veyu, It's interesting why the Gemara brought this here. It wasn't a gay tag Gemara. Van Veyu doesn't mean I'll beautify him. Van Veyu means I'll be like him. I'll imitate him. You have to imitate Hashem. Hashem is Chana Verachem, you have to be Chana Verachem. 
having good midas is imitating Hashem. That's the Tzalem Elikim. The midas of Hashem is the Tzalem Elikim. There's a whole Sefer, Taimid Devarim, that explains good midas you have to imitate Hashem. Hashem has good midas, explains what they are. And how you could imitate Hashem's midas. Right? Hashem is very patient with Hashem. You have to be patient with people that uh, that disobey you or, you know, or a chutzvedik to you. So you're imitating Hashem? Anyway, the kids said, so the Gemara says that you don't have a raya from Mishmob, Neisha, Brecham, and Brecham, that he can't be chazen the tzitzin, even though he doesn't allow you to be mafshit to Pesach after the, after, 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 after the chazes, because there's no reason to. There's no zekeli vanveyu. Here is a zekeli vanveyu. Right? Al Kopanim, this Gemara, we mentioned that earlier, this Gemara is Mavur, Lechayr, their Banan Layyid, even Issa, their Isa, at least the Havan of the Gemara. And that Gemara said that their Banan only saying it, the Shakalei Bebarzi. Right? But this Gemara, Lechayr, is not that way. Anyway, El Amr Avashi, Mani Rabbi Yisihi, Gozak Rabbi Yisihi, Tanan, Bein Shaniru Ba'ol, Bein Shalei Niru Ba'ol, Mechal Novus HaShabbos. There's a halacha, that if you see the moon, you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos to get to Bezdin to tell them that you saw the moon. So the Tanakhama says it doesn't matter if the moon was clearly visible, so probably someone else saw the moon, maybe someone that didn't have to be Mechal Shabbos, or even if the moon is not clearly visible, let's say you're a very good uh, amateur astronomer, and you went up to a mountain, and you saw a little tiny sliver, which you know is the moon, but you realize that most people probably didn't see it, because it's very hard to see. You have to be very good eyesight and be in the right place. That's lay near a bowl. So in that case, we know you're Mechal Shabbos, because no one else is going to see it. Or you could assume that no one else will see it. But let's say, the first night of the moon sighting, it was there, right on the horizon. A nice, I mean, it have to be very thin, but you know, nice and visible, but even that anyone who's interested would notice it. So in that case, right, you see, sometimes the first night of the moon, you can only see it from how much, 10 minutes, because, you know, until you have to have a certain amount of time after sunset, because otherwise the sky isn't uh, dark enough, right? And then, at that time, if the moon is very close to the sun, like in the very beginning of the month, it could set very shortly after the sun. So let's say the moon sets 40 minutes after sunset. And you're only able to see the moon 35 minutes after sunset. And even that, you'd have to be looking very closely at this light, right? So that's not near a bowl, right? How do you know anyone else was staring at the sky at that point of the sky, right? You know exactly where the moon's supposed to be. You know exactly how it looks when it's so small, right? So you're able to tell, right? The professional moon watcher. So that's Mechal Shabbos, even though you're far away in the Shabbos. But you have to go. You get on your horse and you go to Besden because you saw the moon. But if it's near Baal, what's the point? So the Tanakhama says, no. Once you're saying that the mitzvah of being made about the moon is Deich HaShabbos, it doesn't matter. If it's near Baal, it's Eim Mechal of Shabbos. So the Gemara wanted to tell it to, what's it to tell? That there are but and hold, it doesn't matter if, it doesn't matter if, um, if you actually need the Chil Shabbos or not. Once Chil Shabbos is mutter for a mitzvah, so any time you're doing the mitzvah, any involvement in the mitzvah, you're allowed to do the Chil Shabbos. So who didn't sit in Shemach when it's a mila? You don't need this cutting. But it's part of the mitzvah's mila, even by Pirish. So a mila, it's all part of it. If you need it, then it's necessary. So how come by late Pirish you could do it? Because it's one big maisa. But if it's not, if it's Pirish, it's not one big maisa anymore. 
So if you need it, when you do it. That's that's like lighter ball. If you don't need it because someone else is going to come, you don't do it. The verse is not a riot. Maybe the reason is because there the mitzvah of seeing the moon is daicha, but not for this guy because someone else is going to do it. So it's not like he had a tchiyah, and the question is how much the tchiyah is. He doesn't have a tchiyah altogether because someone else is going to be made. So the Torah never allowed you to be mechal shabbos if we don't need you for the edus. Now, Shankin here, you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos for Mila. Now, the question is, now, how, how much further that goes? That you don't see from Rebbe anything. So, why it says, It goes like the Rebbe that argue on Rebbe The Tanan, this is talking about the, the ceremony of putting on the lechem upon him, removing the lechem upon him from the shulchan and putting on the new ones. Every week, you need a new lechem upon him. And it was done on Shabbos. Right? Now the lechem upon him have to be on the table constantly. So what do you do? You go like this. Four kanim come in. Two kanim are holding two sedarim. I say there is six loaves, six lechem upon him. So you have two kanim holding the new lechem upon him. Each one holding six loaves, and they're going to put them on the table, right? And the other two kanim are holding two bezichim. I guess each one a bazich. A bazich is a, a, a ladle, right? A bowl with levain inside, because they have to put levain on the table, which is in a, in a bowl. The name, but there's another four kanim that come before them, Shnayim Lito Shnei two of them to take the two star, Shnayim Lito Shnei Bezichim, and two to take the two Bezichim. The Machnisim is standing on the north side of the table, and they're facing the south side. And the people who are taking it off, they're on the south side of the table, the table is on the Tzafin. So they're like further in the interior of the Besamikdash, of the Echel. And Upneya Mutsafan and they're watching the Tsafai. Right? Elu Maishkin, these are pulling the bread. Velumanikan, and these are pushing the bread, putting on the bread. Tefrashilzeb, Mitsa Tefrashilzeb. And each one they're within a tapach. As they're pulling off the bread, they're putting on the bread. Right? Their hands are right the tefach, their hands are right by the other one's hands. Right? They gotta do it in sing, coordinated. That the 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 chalice is sliding off as the other chalice is sliding on. Why? It says tamid. So you can't leave it for one second without bread. It has to be in one process, getting off the old bread and on the new bread. It doesn't matter if one one could come in the morning, take off the bread, then the other could come at night, at the evening, and put on the bread. Tamid means you can't have a day without without bread. Otherwise, it's called Tamid, right? right? And that's what the Gemara tells you about learning Torah. That, of course, you really should learn Torah constantly. But the point of Tamid, right? Tamid is that it shouldn't be a day without learning. Anyway, that's the Gemara there, Menachas. But, so what does that have to do with that Gemara? What I have to do is like this that there are Banu Agna basically hold that once you perish, it's a whole new Mesa. That's why they don't allow the bread to be without things. And all the mice are basically holds no. It's it's all the same mice. 
So what's very interesting about this sugya is, right? What's very interesting about this sugya is, is that when the Gemara is trying to find a Tana of Pirish, right? So the case of the Marshal, the case of the Rias Levana, that wasn't discussing if it's one mice or two mice. That was kind of discussing when you have a Dechia, does the Dechia apply even if you don't need it? And here, the case of Lechem Apanen is not discussing if you have a Dechia, does the Dechia apply even if you don't need it? Because that's not the discussion there. The discussion there is, does Pirish make it into a second Maisa? It was considered one big Maisa. It's like interesting, the verse is Mantana, and the different prices it brought were actually completely different Svaris, why you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily be Mechalati in Pirish and Lay Pirish. Right, one swara is because even if it's pirish, it doesn't matter. It's a tchia, and the other swara is that even if it's pirish, it doesn't matter because it's considered one big meisa. Right, the first one, the Rishmol Benesh Merachem Breka, also would seem to be that it's a second meisa. Although you could say either way there, right? It's more diamond. You could say either way there, but uh, okay, let's go to the means you could finish off cutting the tzitzim let's say you did a mila and then you realize you didn't cut off enough skin there's still some skin there which is you could finish off the mila cut off the skin that you left and if you didn't finish it off you get karis so why is money who gets karis amraf kahana uman the male gets karis because he's doing it on Shabbos. If he did an improper mila, so not only you were in Mekayim the Mitzvah's mila, but you mechal Shabbos without uh, without doing the Mitzvah's mila. So you get karis. I mean, if you did it b'mezid, you get karis. If you did it b'shegig, you'd have to bring a chatas. But it's an einish karis to do a mila if you didn't do it in the proper way. It doesn't have a you know the Mitzvah's mila. So Gemara says, Maskara Papa Uman, Lema no Avdi Palkin the Mitzah, Atan Avdi Supalkin the Mitzah. Let the male say, one second, you're right, I didn't finish the Mila, but someone else could have finished it. I can't get Karis, I did part of the Mitzah, right? And it was possible for someone else to do the other part. So I did something which has a Tchia. I didn't finish it, but someone could have finished it. So if I did part of the mila, but even that someone else could have done it, even though no one did it, but I wouldn't get karis, because what I did was a chalik of something which is nitcha shabbos. I, it didn't happen. Who says it's my fault? Maybe someone else's fault. Okay. That's the swara he says. I did it here. Elam Rapapa. said, it doesn't mean the mile. It means a gadol. What it means is that there's a din that someone does a mila, he's a gadol, he's already by mitzvah, right, an adult, and he does a mila, and the din is you have to cut all the all the art. And if you didn't, you get cursed of being a, an oral, even though you cut most of it, but as long as you left over something which is ma'akiv. So ma'akivashi, gadol, behedik sibbe, yamal, what's the chiddish? He didn't do the meal, of course he gets cursed. Well, well, what are we trying to say? If you didn't do the meal properly, you get karis. The pasuk says, if you don't do a meal, you get karis. What's 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 the word? And when you look at English karis, of course, right? You have to know the halachas of meal and do it properly. If you don't do it properly, you know you get karis. We're talking about the mail. He came very close to the end of Shabbos. And the guy sold the loy masafkis. 
they told him, you know what's going to happen? Before you finish the meal, which is very interesting, I mean, the meal takes, uh, I don't know, takes less than a second to, to cut off the whole arla. But, uh, you know, to cut off part of the arla and not being able to finish the whole arla, I don't understand the Mitzvah so well. But that's what happened. They told him, you're not going to be able to finish it. Well, he told him, I could. And he didn't lay his topic. He didn't end up finishing the Mila. By the time he was, by the time the Shkia came, by the time it came night, the Mila wasn't completed. Because he doesn't have to finish in time. So he can't say, I know Avdi the Mila and you do Palgin the Mila because there's not enough time. So to do a Mila Ba'ifin that you won't be able to finish it on time, that's Takakaris. I mean, the is saying he wanted to do it on time, meaning he's not amazed. But if he did the Mila and there was no time to finish it, so then he's Einish Kairos.